Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I'll be doing my Final Four preview for both the men and the women. We'll talk about it all, guys. So, lots happening, so we'll get into it. So, just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so your boy GD is back. Of course, uh, it is now around, still in March Madness, so let's do a preview of the Final Four, shall we? So, a lot of basketball was played as far as men's and women's, so a little bit to cover here, so let's get into it, so... We're going to start with the women's final four. So, and then we'll go to the men's. Okay, so the first game that's going to be in the final four is going to be LSU. They're the three seed and they'll be playing the number one seed, Virginia Tech. So, let's talk about how LSU got there and how... Tech uh, got there as well. So LSU, LSU, they in the first round they beat the number fourteen C Hawaii seventy three to fifty, and then the game I saw was the second round game where uh, LSU face Michigan, the number six seed. And they won that game 66 to 42. And early in that game, Angel Reese, everyone knows her. They call her the Bayou Barbie. <laughs> uh, that's pretty clever, actually. Uh, early in the game, she, uh, she caught uh, somebody's elbow and she had a bloody upper lip. So they had to, you know, get that to stop bleeding. And then once that happened, she was a beast, man. 25 points, 24 rebounds, and 6 blocks. Man. In the, in the first quarter alone, she had about 8 offensive rebounds. So I wanted to see that game because... You know, I heard all the talk about her all year. I hadn't got a chance to actually see a game. I said, let me sit down and watch one. And she's as good as advertised, guys. So, uh, so, so LSU got the win there. And then next they would face the number two seed, Utah, and beat them 66 to 63. That was a tough game there. And then in the... Elite eight, they would go on to beat the number nine seed, Miami, 54 to 42. So, and of course, the player to watch, Angel Reese, of course. How could it not be? Here's what she averaged in the tournament so far 22.2 points, 17.2 rebounds, man, three and a half blocks, three and a half steals. 2.7 assists 
And oh, by the way, in the four games so far, she's she's had a double double. So, um, so Angel Reese, a sophomore, by the way. So you got plenty more time for her to inflict her damage on the women's game. And then also to watch Alexis Morris, the senior guard for them, 13.2 points, 3 assists, 2.7 steals, and 2.2 rebounds for her. So. So, that's the LSU story. Let's talk about Virginia Tech. Uh, So far, they've reeled off 15 straight wins. Uh, They're the number one seed, guys. So, uh, they first beat the 16 seed, Tennessee Chattanooga. Beat them 58-33. That was in the first round. Second round, they would face the number nine seed. South Dakota State, they beat them 72-60 to in the second round. In the Sweet 16, they would face uh, Kelly Harper and her Tennessee Lady Vols. In the number four seed, they would beat them 73-64. to And then in the uh, Elite Eight and... What well, was a tough game, but they ended up uh, pulling away late. Uh, they beat the number three seed, Ohio State. Uh, they beat them 84 to 74. So, uh, the players to watch for Virginia Tech, Georgia Atmore. Um, she's the junior, junior guard. She's averaging in this tournament. 24 points per game, three assists, three and a half rebounds, and she's averaging, guys, five threes a game. So she can kill you from long distance. So, And then also Elizabeth uh, Keatley, the senior. She's the center for that team. 13.2 points, uh, 12 rebounds, and 2.2 blocks for the Virginia Tech team coached by Kenny Brooks so and LSU is coached by the uh, flamboyant uh, Kim Mulkey uh, they were talking about her outfit uh, that she wore for the Utah game with the feathers on each uh, arm so but uh, anyhow so so in this game I say the keys for LSU if they're to pull this thing out, they're going to have to find a way to slow down Georgia Atmore because uh, she, she can kill you from long distance. So somebody's going to have to get out there and guard her. Um, so I, I think that's the key for LSU if they want to get the victory because they've been a pretty good defensive club, um, pretty much holding teams in check throughout these uh, tournaments here. So they're going to have to do more of the same of that. And of course, you're going to have to get a monster game from Angel Reese, um, get some good guard play as well. And for Vitek to get the win, they're going to have to keep uh, Angel Reese at bay. And their outside shooter is going to have to make their shots. 
Uh, so, so I see. I think it's going to be a tough one, but I think overall, I think Virginia Tech ends up squeezing out the win in this one. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a slugfest. I think Kim Mulkey wants to uh, muddy up the game, get um, and not let uh, Vitek get their offense going. So I think she's going to try and keep the game muddy. So uh, this way, her team can squeeze out the win. I don't think they'll be able to do that against Vitek. So I'm picking Vitek for the win. And then the second game, you're going to have, and this is the marquee game, guys. Number two, Iowa, taking on the number one seed, South Carolina. Of course, um, South Carolina, coached by Dawn Staley, of course. Uh, and then Iowa's coached by Lisa Boulder. So, um, how... Iowa got here. Uh, they've reeled off eight straight wins so far, that's for sure. So they beat uh, the 15 seed Southeast Louisiana. They beat them 95 to 30 to 43 in the first round. Then in the second round, they beat the 10 seed Georgia. 74 to 66 in what was a tough game there, but they ended up pulling it out. And then in the Sweet 16, they beat the 6 seed Colorado 87 to 77. And then in the, and, and the Elite 8, they beat the number 5 seed Louisville in a game that got a little chippy there between Caitlin Clark and Haley Van Liff um, got a little chippy between those ladies. But Iowa gets the win uh, 97 to 83. So the players to watch, who else could it be but Caitlin Clark? The junior, um, she handles the rock for them. She runs the offense. She gets her offense as well. Uh, averaging in the tournament 30 points. 11 assists, 5.7 rebounds, and 2.5 steals. Oh, by the way, in that Louisville game, she had a 41-point uh, triple-double uh, where she had 41 points, 12 assists, and 10 rebounds. So, sensational game from the junior, uh, Caitlin Clark. Also for them, you got to watch out for Monica S Sananu, uh, she's the senior, she's the presence inside for them, 16 points, 7.2 rebounds, but she does most of her damage close to the basket. <clears throat> and then also, excuse me, uh, McKenna uh, Warnock, uh, the senior forward for them, uh, she's another one to keep an eye on, 12.2 uh, points. With 6.2 rebounds. So. Uh, so. Iowa getting to the final four. Uh, they get the. <laughs> the monumental task of facing. The. South Carolina Gamecocks. So. 
how South Carolina got here. Um, right now, they're on a 42-game win streak. Wow. So, um, they beat the number one seed, Norfolk State, 72-40 to in the first round. Then in the second round, they beat the eight seed, uh, South Florida, 76-45. to In the Sweet 16, they would face UCLA. Uh, the fourth seed, and they beat them 59 to 43. And then in the Elite Eight, they faced a tough Maryland team, but uh, was able to pull out the win 85 to 76. Players to watch for South Carolina most obvious one is the senior, Aaliyah Boston, who's WNBA bound. Uh, well, of course, she wants to get a ring on the way out the door. So, and in this tournament, she hasn't set the world on fire, but she really doesn't need to because the team is so deep. Uh, she's averaging uh, in a tournament 12 points, 11 rebounds, 2 blocks, and 2.5 and assists. So, Aaliyah Boston, the best player on the best team in the country. So, um... But I, I think this Final Four here, I think, um, I think Dawn Staley's going to make a concentrated effort to highlight her star player. Uh, I, I look for her to have a strong game against Iowa. Uh, also for South Carolina, Zia Cook, the senior guard for them, 14 points for her, along with 3.7 rebounds. Rhea Beal, another senior. Seemed like they're loaded with seniors, guys. Uh, she's averaging nine points in the tournament, 5.7 rebounds, three and a half assists. But I think Bria Beal is going to probably be the key person to start out on Caitlin Clark to kind of slow her down. Uh, I think Dawn Staley's going to go that route. Because you're going to need somebody to match size for size with Caitlin Clark and Brett. Uh, Bria Beal fits the bill. So, Also, too, another player I keep an eye on. She's, she's a reserve, but she's been vital to the team's success. And that's Cam Camilla Cardozo. Uh, she's the, senior, the junior rather coming off the bench. 6'7", guys. So... Dawn Staley likes to run a double double post with her in Boston. Boston, who's 6'5 herself. So I I think you're going to see a steady diet of that in this game because Iowa just doesn't have the size to compete with those two. So I look for them to dominate the paint. So, so with that said, what does Iowa do to... Get a win against South Carolina. Well, they're going to need their star player to play lights out. Does she have another triple-double in her? Possibly, but I think I think Dawn Staley's going to put out the stops and throw as many bodies at her as possible to kind of slow her down. Um, but uh, Clark is going to need help. She's going to need help from others, so... Will she get that? We'll see. But um, 
I think the key, again, for Iowa to win, Kaylin Cork has to have a monster game, and she has to get support from her teammates as well. So, And for South Carolina, just wear people down. Wear people down with your deep bench. Uh, right now, Iowa, they go about six deep. So if you can get someone like uh, Sananu, who actually fouled out the last last game, you get her to get into foul trouble, a few of the others in that starting lineup, I think that could be a key for them. And again, uh, Dawn Staley using her bench, utilizing uh, the players coming off that bench for her, uh, I think would definitely serve her well in, in this game. So my prediction for this, I think South Carolina, I think they pull it out. I think they find a way to uh, to kind of neutralize Caitlin Clark. Uh, Dawn Staley's heard all the talk, all the raving about Clark all year. So this is their time right now to face them head to head. And I think she wants to make a statement in this game that, um, yeah, she's, she's good in everything, but you know, um, Aaliyah Boston is the woman there. So, uh, I think definitely she's going to showcase her in that, this game. Trust me on that. So, so with that said, uh, I'm looking at a Vatek South Carolina final. And I think, I think Aaliyah Boston goes out a winner guys. So I think it's back to back titles for South Carolina. So I'm going chalk guys. So South Carolina, I think eventually gets the win in Dallas and they're crowned the, uh, the NCAA champions once again. So, all right. So with that said, Let's move on to the men's game. The men, they'll be playing on Saturday. And then, of course, the final game on Monday. Uh, so, here's how the matchup shake, shakes out. First, you'll have the number nine seed, Florida Atlantic. Uh, they're 35-3. and three. They're coached by Dusty May. Uh, young coach there looked like he's barely shaved. <laughs> he's barely the age to shave. He looks so young. <laughs> so, uh, so you have him going against the number five seed, and that's San Diego State, the Aztecs. So, uh, they're thirty-one and six, and they're coached by Brian uh, Dutcher. So, uh, how did Florida? Atlantic get here. Uh, here's how they they reeled off six straight wins so far, so that's good. Uh, they beat the number eight seed uh, Memphis sixty six to sixty five, so a close one there in the first round. And then they kind of luck up uh, getting the sixteen seed. Uh, and fairly Dickinson and they and they would beat them uh, 78 to 70 in the second round then in that sweet 16 
They face number four seed Tennessee, beating them 62-55. to And then in the Elite Eight, in what was a tough game, guys. Back and forth. But they would prevail over uh, the number three seed Kansas State, 79-76. So... And then the players to watch for Florida Atlantic will be John L. Davis. He's the sophomore shooting guard. 14.7 points, 7.7 rebounds, and a little over three assists per game for John L. Davis. And then you have Elijah uh, Martin. He's the sophomore as well, so you got a sophomore backcourt here uh, that's playing well right at the nick of time, guys. Uh, 12, 12 and a half points for him, uh, 3.7 rebounds as well. So, so that's the Florida Atlantic story. And then how did San Diego State get here? They too have a six-game win streak. In, in the tournament, they beat the number 12 seed, Charleston, in the first round, 63-57. to 57. Then in that second round, uh, day two kind of lucked up getting a 13 seed, uh, Furman, and they beat them handily, 75-52. to 52. And then uh, they beat the one seed, Alabama, in the Sweet 16, 71 to 64, and then in that Elite Eight, they faced Creighton and uh, squeezed by them, 57 to 56. So, players to watch for San Diego State: uh, Darian Trammell, the senior uh, guard for them, 12.7 points along with four rebounds, and then your senior guard, Lamont Butler, averaging in the tournament 10.2 points, along with 3.7 assists, three and a half rebounds for him. So, um, in terms of this matchup here, it's not the sexiest of lineups, uh, uh, matchups rather, but... Here's why I will say I think San Diego State, I think they're I think they want to slow down the ball and take the air out of the ball. So um, which they've pretty much done throughout this tournament, kind of slowing things down. So I think the they too are gonna try and muddy up the game and um just slow down Florida Atlantic. If they do that, and then maybe take advantage of the youth at the guard position for Florida Atlantic, uh, that may serve them well also in this game. So I think this is going to be a low-scoring affair. I think it will be that, and if that's the case, that bodes well for us, San Diego State. So, I'm going with San Diego State for the win in this one, guys. So, I think they advance to the final game. 
And in the nightcap game, you have number five seed Miami, coached by Jim Larinaga. Uh, his team is 29-7. and seven, And they're going against the number four seed Yukon Huskies, uh, who are 29-8. and eight. And they're coached by Danny Hurley. Danny Hurley, uh, who comes from a basketball family, his dad, Bob Hurley, coached that St. Anthony's team, high school team in New Jersey, and also his brother, um, so it's Bob Hurley Sr., uh, Bobby Hurley is his brother, who played on those Duke teams, those prolific Duke teams with Christian Leitner. He was the point guard for them. So, And Danny Hurley himself, he he played at uh, Seton Hall, but he um, coached in a few different places. Uh, but he, now he's here at UConn. So, and UConn's going to the Final Four for the first time in nine years. So, so with that said, how did Miami get here? Miami beat... In the first round, Drake beat them 63-56. to And in the second round, they faced Indiana, the fourth seed, and beat them 85-69. to uh, In that second round, they knocked off a one seed in the Sweet 16. That was Houston, who, who could have actually have been at home if had they advanced all the way to the final four with the final four being in Houston. So um yeah but uh Miami knocks them off eighty nine to seventy five and then in the Elite Eight they knock off the number two seed Texas eighty eight to eighty one. So players to watch for Miami Jordan Miller, their uh, small forward, their swing man, uh, 16 and a half points, five and a half rebounds for him, the senior. And then also Isaiah Wong, the junior shooting guard. He's also averaging 16 and a half points along with 5.7 rebounds. And then you have Nigel Pack averaging 18 and a half points along with 2.7 rebounds for him. How did UConn get here? UConn winners of four, no, nine straight. They ended up winning the uh, tournament, the Big East tournament. No, it wasn't the Big East tournament. They were in. Uh, these teams have moved around so much. I think they were in the ACC or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, here's how they got here. Um, they beat the 13 seed Iona 87 to 63 in the first round. Then in second round, they beat the 5 seed St. Mary's 70 to 55. They pretty much been blowing out everybody, guys. Uh, then in the Sweet 16, they faced uh, Arkansas and beat them 88-65. to 65. And then Gonzaga, the three seed, 
they beat them 82 to 54 in the Elite Eight. Players to watch for them, Jordan Hawkins, guys. The sophomore uh, shooting guard, he's averaging 14.7 points. Along with those 14.7 points, he's dropping four threes a game, guys, along with three rebounds. And then Amon uh, uh, Sagnagu, the junior power forward for them, 20 points for him, along with 9.7 rebounds, guys. But this is a balanced UConn squad, guys, so... And they have pretty deep bench also. They can go about eight or nine deep. So I think that could serve them well in this game. Um, them going deep into their bench against Miami. Whose bench isn't all that great. But um, I think I think attrition could be a factor in this game. Especially if uh, UConn uh, uses their depth in this game. So... Um, UConn has been a house of uh, house of cards, guys, just blowing through teams, and I think you may see more of the same in this one here. I think it could be close early, but I think eventually UConn pulls it out, um, probably in the second half. So I'm picking UConn to win this one. So with that said, you'll probably have a UConn. San Diego State Final, and again, it seems like UConn is on a mission, guys, so I'm going to take them in the finals as well, so your winner, I think, I think Danny Hurley delivers for the faithful up there in Bristol, Connecticut, and uh, they deliver and bring home the win for um for the state of Connecticut with the Huskies. So, so, so that's my picks, guys. UConn for the men and South Carolina for the women. All right. So, all right, guys. So, that's going to do it for this episode. I do need to come back, talk some NBA. Things are heating up in the NBA. Uh, it's getting close to playoff time. Uh, Teams are locking in. Teams are <laughs> falling out. <laughs> we'll cover all of it. All right, guys. So, as always, I thank you for listening. And, of course, you know where to find me on the website, allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. Also, you can find me on Apple Podcasts. You can find me there. You can find me also on all the platforms, YouTube, the whole bit. And leave a review, guys. Whether it be on the website, on Apple, on YouTube. Hit the like button on YouTube, of course, if you're checking out the video. And you can even comment there as well. Alright guys, so that's going to do it for me. I'll be back shortly. But until then guys, take care. So my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, www all things basketball with gd.com you can also email me at that sports gd at gmail.com to support this podcast you can go to my paypal 
And that email is thatsportsdugd at gmail.com. Also on my Anchor page, I have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and Fanbase. So once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast and take care and be safe.